right. I'm just grooving to that music. That's our international music. And we're gonna we're gonna put a little bit more urban music on the urban impact Nehemiah project podcast, right? So so there's some switches up and some changes that are coming. So get ready. It's coming down the pike. Hi, I'm Charles Kears, and I am the host of the Urban Impact new broadcast, new podcast, and it's really the urban impact movement. Why? Because I'm a servant leader, and my job is to serve the leaders that will God will use to help transform urban communities worldwide. I believe that we've tapped into something that's on the heart of God, and that is to empower his people to win in such a, a, such a way that we can go and bring the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that may be in darkness. And then also we can teach them entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is a vehicle that God has used and will continue to use to set the captives free. Here's what I want you to understand, that it is the will of God that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. The scripture says that we know the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet he became poor, that we, through his power and through his grace, through his becoming poor, that's what we're celebrating this Easter week right? We're celebrating that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. That spirit, soul, body, finances, emotionally, everything, we know that we can be healed for it is the will of God. And so we're so grateful to have with us Miss Nadine Watson today. Um, this, this, this young lady is a mover and shaker in her own right. Uh, she is a urban entrepreneur, and I call her that because she's from New York, right? She's also a Haitian-American, right, from Haitian descent, right? And uh, we met in Florida, in Central Florida. And Nadine is a leader, and she's had influence on my life. And I thought we'd just come and, you know, kick it, sit back and talk, and and we'll give you some principles to apply to your life and business. But so so much of what people are, are, are stressing over, what they don't realize comes through relationships. If you're going to do business and you're going to do business well, people will do business with people they know, they trust, and they like, right? And, and, and that's repeat business. You don't have to keep fishing for business, right? If you're only transactional in your business, then you'll do a transaction and it's done. But if you're relational, now you build lifelong, eternal relationships. And so my good friend, Nadine, how are you today? I am doing so great. I am so blessed to be here with you on this great show. You know, I, I do wanna say something. There's something that you're gonna learn for the very first time, and this is my opportunity to share gratitude. Can you hear me fine? Yeah, uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, my journey to entrepreneurship, actually, you were very much part of that journey in the back seat. And we don't believe in back seats because God has his hands in everything. Mm -hmm. But when I left New York to come to Florida, I was searching for something. And it was you that actually introduced the Nehemiah Project to my new church. And when I learned about the principles of kingdom business, I then became more passionate about starting my journey. I think that was about seven years ago. So I want to thank you, Charles, for being in that journey. And here, here we are today. And it's just awesome to share with you my journey and in hopes to encourage and, and build in the kingdom. 
Wow. Yeah. I, I, I have a vivid picture of you sitting in that first class that we got everybody together. And I think we probably had, I, I don't know, 25 entrepreneurs sign up wanting to be urban entrepreneurs. Some of them, some of them were already in business. Some of them were getting in business. And um, I remember not only did you come in as a student to learn the entrepreneurial, biblical entrepreneurship, but you were also studying, right? You had this big book and you were studying to uh, get your financial, your license in financial services. And, and I, <laughs> I mean, just getting your license in financial services is a tough job in and of itself. And here on top of that, you're learning entrepreneurship as you're transitioning from New York to uh, Florida. And so, um, yeah, you, you're, you're quite the impressive young lady. So t tell us, before we get into what you do, tell us who you are, because you are an impressive mom. Tell us, tell us about Nadine. You know, that's a great question. Um, for the last, I would say, eight months, I've been studying very deeply the women of the Bible. And I see myself in many of them. I see myself in the women of the blood. I see myself in Abigail and Esther, and, and you start to learn who you are. And I think who I am is someone that is meant to uncover gifts from people who are broken. Mm. And if I didn't have the journey that I went through, I don't believe that I would be positioned to allow people who are peak performers uh, to excel. So who am I? I'm someone that um, gives life. I'm someone that gives life in every area of your home, in your finances, uh, in your future. Uh, I love to give you uh, what God already has in, in store for you. Uh, so I don't know if there's a title, but I know that my passion for uh, helping people become their best version is something that I have you know, embedded in me. Uh, so the fact that I get to do that in many ways is to help people and help God's children, no matter who they are, what they look like, and allow them to be kings and queens. That is my gift. So I believe I'm a healer in many ways, and mm -hmm. I believe that I can connect and manifest and connect with people. And so who I am is uh, really a vessel of someone that is, uh, you know, in, in your home, in your life to make you better. Mm -hmm. And your journey and entrepreneurship and being this um, urban entrepreneur that you are, you know, you you are a mom and your your son is, how old is Jared My, now? Your son will be 20. Jared will be 20 this year. Wow. Wow. He's amazing. And he is just incredible. He's my big why. And he's doing extremely well. And he's, you know, awesome. Well, just tell him that he is actually the young version of Jared is being featured in a article. Um, it's in the uh, Green Keepers Association of America, right? We're Golf for a Change and Urban Impact Golf is in that article. And of course, Jared uh, traveled along with us in our golf um, programs there in Florida. And they asked me for some pictures of some young people. And I remember, and I don't know if you remember the picture where we were actually, it wasn't necessary at the golf course. We were we were doing the outreach, the Easter outreach at the um, the Citrus Bowl. Yes. Right? And you and a couple of your friends and their kids came to that event. And there's came. Those pictures popped up on my Facebook memories, actually. It was Kamala and her children. We yeah. had a great time. Thanks to you. You exposed 
the youth so many ways. You exposed my son to Islesworth, right? That's how you say it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how would we have ever known that you exposed, uh, you know, my black son to things in Orlando that he would have never seen? So you were always doing that and sprinkling that and opening the doors. We're so grateful for that. Yeah, because I remember. So this is this is one of the happy pictures, and I couldn't find. She was like, "Give me some pictures." I couldn't find pictures. I saw this one. I said, "This is a happy picture," but Jarrett was one of the guys uh, that we we brought over to Islesworth um, in, in Winnemere, Florida, where um, Tiger Woods was hosting his event, the Heroes World Challenge, and there were eighteen of the world's best golfers there, right? And um, we 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 expose uh, young kids from different walks of life to the game of golf, and we teach them the business of golf, right? Because we're training up entrepreneurial leaders, and so we're teaching them the business of golf. They're on this country club, right? This exclusive country club there in Central Florida. They're enjoying themselves, but Jared is, and you were there as well, helping to sell beverages at the concession stand and we're seeing people just dole out money like it was you know <laughs> was no problem because these are you know elite people but they're nice people and they're actually you know they're thrilled to have us there serving in that capacity and yet the world's best golfer Tiger Woods, the guy that has changed the game, he's walking around and many of the kids got a chance to to meet Tiger's mom and we're talking back and forth. I, I never forget, and I tell this story, at that particular event, and it wasn't your son, but it was another kid that uh, lived in the inner cities of uh, Orlando. We took him out there. They were with that group and and I had I think I had two, two groups out there that time. And they came up to Mr. Charles, Mr. Charles, thank you for bringing us out here. The kid said, we have never seen an apartment like this before. Because <laughs> we allowed them to roam the entire country club, the golf course. And they said, I says, well, where did you see an apartment? He says, over there, you know, over there by hole 12. And he called a hole. I said, son, there are no apartments out here. He said, what? I said, yeah, that's somebody's house. He says, you mean one person lives in that house? He says, yeah, that's one person's house with a lot of visitors. <laughs> I mean, it goes to show that you have to do more of those things, bridging the gap and sure. people. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it was such an epiphany to allow, to expose kids uh, to that. Well, that's what entrepreneurship does. It affords us to expose people to, to opportunities where they're, they weren't exposed. I remember working with uh, Sean Foley uh, there in, in Florida and uh, Justin Rose, and they would do a backpack program, and that program then would take kids out to the beach. Well, you know how far the beach is from Orlando. It's a hop, skip, and a jump away. But these kids had never been to the to the beach before. And so you and I have been blessed uh, to to have parents. How are your parents doing? At, you know, I know that you're there in uh, Palm Beach. How are they doing? My parents are great. Uh, they're both 80. They live uh, in the same town here in Palm Beach. And it's been a blessing. You know, we had a great time together. We uh, uh, lived together for a period of time and it was special. I hadn't done that since I was 18. So it really uh, gave us a new bond in this new era. But they're doing well, and I'm so grateful for them. Wow. And how's your brother? What's your brother in New York? I um, have Greg. He's doing Greg. well. Yeah. His, first, his first high school graduate coming out, Kayla, my niece. And so he's doing well. I'll be seeing him in June safely. 
you know, wow. doing well. My brother, John, my sister, frontline worker, Gina, everyone's doing well. Wow. Great. Now, when you were transitioning to New York, I mean, from New York to Orlando, I know that you were in marketing uh, at the time. You were a marketing exec and then you 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 transition into financial services and now you're in financial services. How How's your financial services business going? It's going great because the need is even greater now. You know, uh, financial services is actually one of the frontline spectrums when you look at the verticals. So it actually is a really great time where people are saying, you know what, I really do need to look at where I am and do I even have a future and what does my retirement look like? So the conversation is is greater. Our business has actually tripled because of the demand of people also wow. to save and protect their money and, and, and doing things that they didn't do before. Um, you know, insurance policies uh, going up in terms of the demand. So because of what's happening, it actually has a huge increase, not only in helping families, but the entrepreneurial side. So uh, fortunately, it's thriving and it's allowing some segment markets for penetration, like women in wellness, which is a very big area. I actually mm -hmm. have a, a show called Women in Finance, where I get to every Friday host a woman in finance, which is less than 4% in the U.S., and have them share some tips each week. So I'm starting that dialogue and bridging the gap with you know many different communities to strengthen their knowledge for their businesses and making sure that they're aware of things that they can safeguard for the future. So that's going well, but I actually have blended my marketing back in. And mm -hmm. so um, I have a marketing agency uh, happening parallel because most of my clients from the financial side are business owners and CEOs and hardworking people that think they have everything going great, but they're not perfect at one area. So I actually have a whole agency devoted to help their businesses flourish, to help them grow in areas like social media and marketing and strategy and how to pivot during this time and how to um, you know, scale. So I, I actually blended my career back in my current day. Wow, wow. So all of your experiences are, are culminating into uh, the great businesswoman that you are. Uh, and I'm gonna say, great black businesswoman that you are because black girls rock right now black girls are in demand and that four percent number in financial services is certainly going to change if you have anything to do with it right <laughs> well, you know, i'm really excited because as you say that i just received yesterday my official um google listing uh, which i'm so excited about so the nadine nora agency is going to is listed as a women women owned and black owned so i'm public and i'm really excited so i'm going to be able to share what i do uh with google backing me with their listing and i'm so excited that it all happened wow wow you know it, it's interesting because i was reading and praying we have a a nehemiah prayer group where we meet at 5 20 a.m and we're praying and you you know i've been doing prayer groups for since you've known me and beyond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in fact, one of my, my college roommates, and I'm not going to date myself and tell the audience how old I am. If anybody's watching, they can guess it. And then if they get it right, if they don't know, they don't Google it, I might, you know, shoot them a prize or something. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, he was, he was talking about, um, and, and this is a testimony. We're talking about the journey of an urban entrepreneur. And it, my journey started when I was 14 years old, 
growing up in Brooklyn, New York. And it actually was a little earlier than that. But legally, it started when I was 14 years old, if you get my drift. <laughs> Anything after, before then, I cannot attest to. I, I, I wasn't there. <laughs> but he was talking about when he encountered me in college and how that, um, you know, I was a committed guy, committed to prayer, committed to the word of God. And it was through that, that he uh, received Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. And actually the testimony goes is that I actually wind up breaking his jaw and he was, um, his jaw was wired. Now he had already accepted the Lord as his personal Lord and Savior, but he hadn't received the Holy Spirit with the with the fullness and the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And so we were praying because we saw it in the Bible. I'm like, I want whatever the Bible says. I'm not a religious guy. I've got a relationship with God. God spoke to me when I was mugging somebody. So I know that God loves me and I know that God wants to use me. Long story short, after only a few few weeks of of having his his jaws wired with rubber bands he he received the holy spirit and he bust those rubber bands up and he was healed and he was recounting his journey as an urban entrepreneur he owned several businesses up in the northeast in new england and so all of our journeys are different but all of our journeys are needed for such a time as this our stories, your story, Nadine, is so important in this season because when you look at how God led the children of Israel out of bondage, women were a crucial part of that. The women were the ones that God used to prosper and that prosperity that when the children of Israel left with all the Egyptians' gold and silver and jewels the debt was supernaturally canceled because, <laughs> of course, I'm not saying that we want our debtors to drown in the, into the, the, the ocean or anything, but that's what happened. God says, listen, go and borrow. And I, we don't condone borrow and we don't want anybody to borrow. But however God gets you to where he wants you to go, you have got to know that God loves you, number one. Number two, he's got you for the entire journey. He's not going to start a work in you. And don't complete the work. No, he will finish the work that he has began in you. And so you've gone through some traumatic times over these last few months since we've been together and I've talked to you. I remember us, you know, uh, building. I'm also a, a, a licensed financial service guy in, in insurance because of you. And I remember you teaching me the ropes and us having lunch and us going to this meeting and that meeting and us dreaming. And, and I want you to know that I'm still dreaming. And I know you're still dreaming big, right? But you hit some bumps in the road and you have uh, recently have gone through a divorce. Tell us about your divorce and tell us how you are recovering from that. And I love the story about how God is, you know, picking you up and putting all the pieces back together and look at you now. You're ready, right? And if there is somebody out there that's looking for a beautiful wife, I recommend. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get you married off yet, Nadine, but but it shouldn't be too long now. Well, first, I can't say that I am divorced. Um, so that is not the official word I could use. Okay. Um, but uh the marriage of 25 years did come to an end about two years ago. And so uh, we are separated and divorce is obviously, you know, happening. Um, and, you know, having a union of that magnitude, things aren't just as easy as one, two, three. Sure. 
Um, but, you know, that's something that you don't expect in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's certainly not something that I was prepared for. You know, I, I was very, very fortunate to grow up in a very loving uh, family with a mother and father, not only with a mother and father, with grandparents and extended family and a daycare. And I was, um, you know, uh, loved so much. And you have this, you know, lifestyle ahead of you and you don't plan to ever have something happen like this, right? Um, And so, you know, the journey, I believe when I started, when you met me, when I was actually studying and all these doors were opening and I was just reaching for new new avenues that that were un- you know, untouched before coming from a film major to marketing and now I'm in financial and all these things were happening and that I was trying to find myself. I think one of the things that I struggled in that process is that I didn't have a wilderness story, Charles. I, mm-hmm. I did not have one. And I remember that being something that I would learn, you know, uh, growing up in the white church all of my life. Uh, it was very actually different for me to be in a black church, right? So everybody mm-hmm. was very open with their wilderness stories and that was unusual for me. And I couldn't even think of a wilderness story because I didn't know that I didn't begin one yet, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine that, you know, God can give you the blessing and give you your dream, but it could be in the point where you're going to have a journey that you're not even going to imagine. Sure. So that, you know, obviously interrupted my entrepreneurial journey. Um, but at the same time, if I didn't go through that journey, I wouldn't have found who I truly am. Mm-hmm. So I have mm-hmm. nothing but gratitude for the union because, you know, we produced a beautiful son and so many amazing memories. Um, But when you find yourself and you realize that you can make a choice, a difficult one, um, it's something that unfortunately happens, but you don't care for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am uh, a divorcee, if you wanted to call it that, and went through a similar uh, situation where, you know, I was married and, it was, to me, it was glorious. It was popping on our, all cylinders and God was blessing us and had blessed us. We've got two beautiful children. In fact, my son uh, is married. And, and I don't know if you knew that, but my son got married a, about a year ago, March 8th. And then uh, my daughter, my daughter is actually on her way down to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina this week to, to visit with us. And um, uh, because I, I, I remarried and my my point of bringing that up is because as urban entrepreneurs or any entrepreneurs, my message to entrepreneurs is that failure is not fatal. And we go through things and sometimes we go through things that are unexpected, right? Like a divorce, right? Or separation. And of course, um, from a, 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 and I'll say a religious standpoint and a Christian standpoint, we know God doesn't want that. But what happens if it does happen? How do you recover? And certainly God wants us to recover. And that is the message that that I want to emphasize today, because, again, sometimes as Christians, we err on one side or the other. But balance is the key to life, right? God loves us all, regardless of our ups and our downs, whatever we go through. In fact, the scripture says, you have allowed men, Psalm 66, and I think it's verse 12, you've allowed men to ride over our heads. We've been through the water and we've been through the fire, but you have brought us out into our wealthy place. And so for those of us, those of you that are listening to us, you may be going through a similar situation where your relationship just isn't working, but you have a dream and a vision. 
here's what I'm going to say is stay with the dream and the vision that God has given to you. You have an assignment. Stay with the assignment that God has given to you. Relationships sometimes don't work. Doesn't make you a bad person. It means that it didn't work. And if it doesn't work, you got to pick yourself up, dust yourself up off and get back in the game and stay in the game because entrepreneurship, it is it is a, a team sport. It's a rough sport. We are fighting battles where, you know, there are people that don't want us. And I wouldn't even say people, but there are opposing opposition opposition that doesn't want us to succeed. Whereas God wants us to succeed. He wants us to be in health. He wants us to be on top. He wants us blessed to be a blessing. He wants us to make be job makers as opposed to job takers. And I know that you've been on this journey and in fact, you're creating jobs. And so talk more about, you know, I, I love what you're doing um, with your recovery for women that, that are going through this. Talk more about as you're going through and, and God is putting you in recovery classes. Talk more about that, if you will. Yeah, so for people like myself that find themselves suddenly single, I call it, right? I'm 50 years old and you have everything planned out perfectly. You are the first to do so many things in your family and to make so much of success in your career. And you have a great avenue ahead and you don't see anything uh, at all. And so you don't expect to actually start your life over. And so, you know, in the area of this type of recovery, it's a completely different strategy, right? Because now you're talking about someone who has already been successful, who already has everything that people think are successful and everything is almost like, why complain, right? And a lot of times you can easily stay because it doesn't look like you should leave, right? Um, and in that process of finding yourself, there's so many things that I did that I know um, a lot of women are not doing, right? And then what happens is that you get defeated, the enemy takes over, you now are fully depressed or fully uh, not yourself and you can't flourish. You cannot be that daughter that God needs you to be. So it's so hard, it's so difficult that there's so many resources and tools that you need to implement for that journey. It's not something that you can do alone. Right. It takes time. It takes time, it takes healing, because when I look back at who I was two years ago, it's almost unrecognizable. It's a whole different person. Yeah. And you have to break through so many different phases. And just when you think that everything is okay, you're gonna go through another phase, right? You're gonna go through um, you know, trauma bonding and just being um, you know, unfamiliar with your new self. So one of the things that helped me greatly that I shared with you is I stumbled upon um, a course called Divorce Care. Mm -hmm. And it was a 12-week program. And it was free. And it was offered at the church that my son and I were going to. And I saw this in the pamphlet. And that's another thing. You know, don't feel that you can handle this. You have to have God wrapped around you more sure. than ever before. And so I said, well, I think it took me three months to finally go on a Wednesday. And it really changed my life. It changed my life because I was able to embrace the word of God in this moment and be so healed and actually come out loving, not being angry. So that's one of many things, right? You have to actually double down on the healing, triple down on the healing. And it's going to be difficult because um, 
you will not be supported really by those that you actually love the most because you're going through a new journey that's unfamiliar. It doesn't look successful. It doesn't look great. Um, and, and you're going to go through that journey alone. So it's really important that you layer in so many aspects of strengthening your faith so that you can transform and be stronger in the journey. Sure. And it, and it can happen. You know, the interesting thing is, and I reflect back on the days after, and really the years, the months and years, because it's, it's, it's a process. And man, I cried more tears. Now, of course, in public, I didn't. But in private, I did. And I cried more tears because there was a ripping apart, right? And I had to discover, you know, the thing that that made me focus was, okay, so it happened. Now, are you going to get back up? And are you going to do what God has put you on this earth to do? And I said, yes, I'm still, I'm called, called appointed, and anointed. God called me when I was 14 years old. And so here I am uh, many years later going through this and I have to now recover from it. And you're right. It, it does take a community. Unfortunately, I, I was a pastor and I didn't have a community because people, you know, painted me as a villain because it happened. And, you know, given uh, my former wife dignity, I, I, I left where I was in Springfield, Massachusetts and, and came to Florida. And, you know, nobody knew my, my story in for Florida, you know, and, and it's still yet to be told. But it's a it's another wilderness experience. Um, even though as a child growing up, there were wilderness experiences, but they were not my own. Those were my, my parents' wilderness experience. And so when you go through your own wilderness experience, the question is, how are you going to come out? Will you come out on top or will you come out at all? Many don't recover. Right. And so the fact that you're here and you kind of, you know, brushed over this 50 thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're 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 50 and fabulous. You certainly don't look like you're 50 at all. Thank you. So, <laughs> so yeah. So as and I and that's important because when we talk about the journey of entrepreneurs, people don't understand that you have to become this person that God can trust with whatever he's calling you to do, right? I tell people all the time, if you commit to growing yourself, you can grow an enterprise because the same principles of growing you, even through the tough times, even when it gets hard, even when things don't work out and, and people don't believe in you and they, you know, they're like, ah, yeah, whatever. Right. And you're like, okay, no, this is going to happen. And I know that you're determined to, to help um, other women to, to overcome this and, and to, to create an environment um, we were talking the other day, you were talking about, you know, creating an environment for people to 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 overcome and to heal. Talk more about that vision that you have in your heart to do that. And uh, by the way, Palm Beach is the place. <laughs> yes, I love Palm Beach. I really do. I enjoy it so much. And, and it's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. So talk about what you envision with being able to bring people together, women together, you know, even in small groups, because that's probably the best place to heal. You know, I, I can imagine that you, you're planning, you know, spa days and, you know, prayer time and Bible reading time and some, oh, by the way, some business development time, because what what if they are on your team, these women that you're recruiting as well, and building team out? Talk more about that. Yeah, so what I've created was a women in wellness center. Mm -hmm. And I had a very particular type of woman in mind. Mm 
And this is the type of woman like myself that can't tell anyone in church what's going on because mm -hmm. you're on the ministry. You're, you can't tell anyone. You can't tell your family. You can't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. People depend on you. So where do you go in the middle of the night? What happens after trauma? All these things. It's a private, um, you know, uh, group and a huge group that thank goodness I've had a lot of support from. And so my wellness center is multifold where you get to have a full experience where you get to actually have a chance to vision stretch and build your dreams out with me, right? Because a lot of times people don't even know what their goals are. So mm -hmm. in this process, in the women uh, center, we're actually in it. Um, there's going to be an opportunity to really dive in to understand what does the next five years to 10 years look like? What do you have in place and what are you doing right now? I really kind of do a diagnostic. And with that, of course, is a financial review, making sure a lot of times what's happening, I find money inside of money. People are just so busy with life that they don't even know what's happening. So if I can actually find money from your own money to push to your dreams, then that's awesome. So it's wow. a full, complete package because, you know, the area of finance, there's a learned helplessness for women around finances. So it's mm -hmm. not an area that someone's gonna bust through the doors and say, hey, I wanna learn about annuities and long-term care and all these things. It's almost like I don't wanna know about it. So I've created an environment where you can heal, that you can learn about your gifts. And of course, you know me, I love fun. So there's Qigong and retreats and a lot of wonderful things that are gonna be happening to allow for you to really uh, reset yourself because burnout is huge. You know, sure. burning out, especially now during um, COVID, uh, you know, everyone's burning out. So, you know, you really have to recalibrate. So my women and wellness and wealth is a place where everyone is welcome. And then also women that are in need and are going through private transitions is also a place that they can be loved without. Wow. Um, the labels that come through that healing. There's nothing worse than going through your worst time of life and having no one understand that journey because your life shouldn't be that way, right? Because it doesn't match. So I, I, I think it's gonna um, you know, foster that traumatic, um, high achieving woman that finds herself uh, having to recreate her life. Sure, that yeah. Help her foster into her best version of herself. Yeah. So women, wellness and wealth. I, I, I love that because, again, you know, just because you've gone through things and, you know, you may have gone through some messy things, but that does not mean that you have to stay in it. In many cases, our mess becomes our message. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, we we and, and, you know, you're you're actually a certified teacher on our platform, on the Nehemiah platform. And we, we have a, a course, which I, I didn't take uh, prior to being certified as a teacher called Identity and Destiny, but I just took that course and it has kind of refocused uh, the gifts and showed me again how God shifted the gifts going through, you know, being a pastor and a teacher for a long time. And then you come over here and you're, you're now I'm a pastorpreneur doing this entrepreneur thing and making sure that we're coaching people and training them to be able to run sustainable, successful businesses for the kingdom of God. And this class, this identity and destiny class um, is helping to shape you know, uh, people that were coaching from the bottom up. Um, and, you know, I was on a phone call today with a woman that is actually retired. Uh, she's retired from, from the government. 
she she's uh, transitioning from one business to the next business. And I'm like, okay, well, let's get it done. Let's let's talk about strategy. And oh, by the way, we want to make fun. We want to make money and we want to make a difference. And so let's talk about how we do that collaboratively, because collectively we can do more than if we're just trying to do it in silos ourselves. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to bring something to your member. You remember the Talking Drum Cafe? Yeah. <laughs> So that business plan is still alive. And in fact, my roommate uh, from college, uh, Tony Taylor, years ago, he is probably, well, he is one of the creators of the Talking Drum Cafe. And then there was another one, uh, Nate, and I can't think of Nate's last name, Nathaniel. I see his face. He he has passed and gone on the Lord. So we have a new uh, uh, found commitment in making sure that the Talking Drum Cafe comes to life, you know, as a part of our e-community centers. Now, we open up an e-community center here in Charlotte. You know that there's one in Orlando, yep. and we're, we're spreading a couple of them across in Vancouver and different places. But as we, we develop these e-community centers, we certainly want to be connected to community and connected in such a way that it's relevant, you know, we we can see people healed through these centers that you're creating, right? We can see people born again at the Women and Wellness and Wealth Center, right? And we can see people because as I believe what God is doing is he's a reimagining the church. It's not just a church that has a big Sunday morning celebration and a lot of people. Because here's the facts, and this is scientifically proven, right? We've got the data on this. People don't grow in those environments. They get the knowledge. They hear the gospel. They get excited. And some people actually get converted and come to the altar because anytime the gospel is preached, there's going to be an altar call. But when it comes down to growth, spiritual growth and development happens in small groups. Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing is relevant. It's important. And I I commission you to, to do these not only in Palm Beach, and of course, you want to go where there's nice places and warm, but they're all over the place. They, I just see hundreds of these centers, right? And and hundreds of these women that you're able to develop, and then they too can go out and create one of these centers, and you guys are able to move and shake and, and heal our land, right? Mm-hmm. If, if God's going to heal the land, he's got to heal the people. Yeah, And, and so you, you'll be a part a part of that that move of God to to help and heal people, and we'll we'll you you help me to present the Talking Drum Cafe uh, business plan. I just want you to know that it's still alive, and uh, the mobile unit, the whole nine yards, will we're we're breathing life into that. But then also, uh, we have uh, you know the the ability for you. I, I'm recruiting you on this podcast to rejoin the urban impact movement, right? Uh, And and particularly because we need a whole swath of different businesses, different experiences, and and allowing people to, to come in wherever they are. You know, you have people that, like you said, they can't, they've got a public face. They've got to uphold that brand. And then you got people that are just down and out that just like, hold it, I just need some help. We need every person on the spectrum that will allow us to actually come in and heal people for the glory of God. So let's talk about uh, for a little while, 
You talk about helping the women get a five to 10 year vision. Tell me what your 10 year vision looks like. Oh, it's pretty clear. Um, I have a very, very uh, detailed plan that's broken out with not only just the, the, the material and where I see myself and dream things and all those, but actually my spiritual list, my um, education. Um, you know, I, I do plan on, on scaling pretty, pretty big, um, having a large enterprise. You know, I, I want to have everyone's big dream inside my big dream, right? So that's going to be 10 years. Um, it's going to be very exciting. I look forward to it. I look forward to doing things uh, to impact millions of people. Um, and I'm excited that this is the time now that all of the talents that I have had before are flourishing. You know, originally, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a filmmaker. And so oh. I produced films. That was something I was very, very passionate about. And, um, you know, made documentaries, um, went to Africa and did a documentary. I did many things. And I see myself doing that again, right? So in the wow. 10 year vision, uh, my message there, um, I had an opportunity to speak to Westbury High School, almost 2000 people. My, my message there was, you never know what your dream can manifest back in the new reality. So I find that in 10 years, I'll probably have a significant media company, a large financial operation, a mentorship program. Um, I have a desire to be a professor. Um, I'm starting to write because, you know, journal. I've been journaling for 20 years and that's allowing the healing process when you can look at who you were and look at yourself in another way, right? Um, so I have a lot of great plans, um, but of course, God is the one that, you know, makes the ultimate plan. But I'm excited for the future. So, so tell us where, as and we're not wrapping up quite yet, but tell tell the people where they can follow you on social media and and hear more of your story and your journey. Sure, you can follow me on Facebook and also Instagram, and my hashtag is Nadine's Best. I'm going to follow Victor's instruction. I'm going to put it in the chat if that's easy. Um, but it's Nadine's Best, N-A-D-I-N-E-S, Best. It's actually named after an old newsletter. I used to compile all the best restaurants. So it's Nadine's Best. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook. I'd love to connect. Um, I love giving complimentary um, Zoom virtuals. I have a Calendly. Um, and I love to meet, you know, and help you in your journey. And I just feel like I'm so glad that this is actually the first time that I'm actually talking a little bit about my story because it feels like the people that I need to help are just walking in the door and I don't even need to even hear a word. And I know that God is sending all of these amazing people. And it's not just women, Charles. This is a subset of, of, of where my niche is, where my heart is. Um, but we have a growing agency. In fact, the reason why I'm creating the mentorship program is because I'm recruiting, right? And I'm looking for young um, individuals that I can train and give them a discipline and give them leadership skills. And I actually have sponsors who want to sponsor these mentors, right? And so I want to be able to provide, you know, that age group, that young age group that, you know what, they're trying, but times are tough right now. So I want to be able to give them a weekly stipend of $100 a week where they could put money in their car and have something to eat and come and learn and know how to dress and know how to talk and all of that. So that mentorship program is in play 
for April. Um, so I'm looking to have four mentors and no experience, but that, that, there's so many things that I'm implementing during this time because I don't want people to give up on their dreams. Like sure. I said, your sure. dreams are in quarantine, right? So there's so many things that can happen and I want to be able to be that bridge. But yeah, right. the God is certainly um, holding the hand of a woman that, you know, you just think that your life is over and you don't know that that's just the beginning because yeah. your past and everything that you went through was designed for you to be who you are today. Yeah. You you you've only just begun, right? And and why quarantine your dreams, right? This is the right. time to be working on your dreams, to be drilling down to to take a course uh, whether it be at a community college or now nowadays online, you know. Uh, self-learning, knowledge, um, make sure it's someone that you trust, someone that you resonate with. And here at Nehemiah, we have courses, we have seminars. In fact, we've got a seminar that's scrolling across the screen that that talk, um, talking about developing a, a growth culture. Um, and, and that's not just in business, right? Like my my niche, my my micro niche um, that that has come out of it is helping struggling black churches go from surviving to thriving. So if you're out there and you know any pastors that are struggling and they need someone to walk alongside of them to develop their systems and processes to come out of this stronger than they went in, better than they went in. I never forget talking to a friend of mine because I've been a church consultant. In fact, I was consulting down at, at the Hope Church when we met and um, I was talking to a friend and saying, hey, you know, you need to have an online presence and you need to take your message because you have everything that it takes. This is my very words. You have everything it takes for you to start to stream online. Now, this was pre-COVID. And then March. And that this particular individual said, I don't have the the personnel to do that because I already had all the systems and the processes that can coach him through it. I, I'm uh, involved with Elevation Church and Elevation Church streams live into 20 different locations. And it's always in excellence. And and I, I have the capacity to, to get those individuals trained that I'm working with, because if you're willing to grow yourself, you can grow your organization. If you're willing to learn, you can't grow it by yourself, just sitting there trying to figure it out. Yeah, I believe in praying, but I also know that God calls us the body of Christ, mm -hmm. that we have to support each other. And then everything that we need is in a book somewhere or on a YouTube video somewhere now, right? Google it, right? And so this individual, um, the, the, the gist of the story, um, after COVID hit and they had, they were forced to, to start to stream their church and ministry when they did it. Now they said to me, they, and this is a quote, they says, I don't want to go back to the building and they got a beautiful edifice, but they didn't want to go back. Why? Because everything took upticks. It started to go up because we are now, the body of Christ is now coming into this 21st century move. But the 21st century move doesn't look like what it did in the 20th century, the 19th century. And going forward, we need visionaries like yourself and other urban entrepreneurs to envision how, in fact, we can impact and change urban communities, empower young and old alike to win and to win with the gospel of Jesus Christ in entrepreneurship. So 
I tell people, and you've heard me say it, my name is Charles and I'm your friend. My mission in life is to empower you to win. So tell me what your next big win is and how I can serve you, young lady. My next big win is pouring into a, um, a small group of five to 10 new individuals that I can train and build a business and help them grow. Uh, I'm gonna be focusing on recruitment this month and looking for great people that I can align. I have some individuals, let's say they are studying law and I have mentors who are in a law office. So I'm bridging the gap, right? I'm, I'm looking to match virtual relationships that people have time for this now. And you know, this is a good time for that because I have the resources that people wanna be guest speakers. They wanna mentee, they wanna be able to pour their resources. So I'm gonna be focusing on building that out um, because I was featured um, a few weeks ago with the Westbury High School. It looks like I have an educational partner. They're actually like, wow, this is actually what we were looking to do uh, you know, for the virtual time, I guess, after school. So I'm okay. gonna be focusing on that. Um, young individuals, 18 and over, um, doesn't matter where because you know I'm gonna have probably a focus here, but anywhere I, I want to be able to show how you can you know run a business and learn some trades and get some training, get some certifications, and be be you know make your family proud. I want to do that. So April's gonna be a lot of that, uh, but I do have some exciting events. I'm starting to speak a lot in um, Rosemary Square, which is downtown in West Palm Beach. Um, and I'm excited about, you know, all of that. So, so we've got to come to West Palm Beach and visit you. The PGA National is there. So uh, we we missed the actual tour event, but we'll be down there to, to do that and, and have some fun in the golf arena. Have you um, have you spoken with uh, Latanya uh, lately? Uh, just on Facebook. Oh, just on Facebook. Just on Facebook. She, as you you talk about, it, I know that she she's a great fan of yours. I haven't talked with her in in a while, but you actually connected us, and and I remember the the that you know your women and wealth and health wellness because yeah. she's, she's a runner. She does all of those marathons and stuff. So just reconnecting the community that that we serve, and you know, getting your brand out there, and and really, um, your focus. Um, you're looking great. Thank you. I you know, appreciate it. Like your spirits are up. Yeah, your spirits are up. Um, I know that you're 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 considering rejoining us in many ways, but I, I just want you to know that the urban impact movement is the platform for you. <laughs> hey, it's always been dear to my heart, and it's always timing. I think this is great time, and I love what you're doing. You know, and it's it's you know it's a beautiful journey. Good, good. Well, we're going to wrap up. I want to wrap up our uh, broadcast today because I just want to pray for you and your business and to for those that are actually listening, <clears throat> our Facebook fans that are actually listening out there and that will listen to this. I want to pray for them because we are in a pivotal time. And those of us that know the Lord Jesus Christ, <clears throat> we have a responsibility to take the good news to the world. And take it in a way that they can receive it. The world's not going to just come knocking at our door. But if we think in terms of entrepreneurship and being strategic with the visions and the plans that God has given us, then we can actually move into the place where God can cause our paths to cross people that are hurting 
and that are in need, and they just need a healing touch, a loving touch. And so bow your heads with me, if you will. If you're driving, don't bow your heads, of course, but just pray with me. Father, we just want to take this moment on this broadcast to acknowledge you and to pray for those that have gone through the fire, those that have gone through the water, those that are going through right now. They're hurting and they're broken. But God, you sent this broadcast. You sent Nadine. You sent us to be able to speak into their lives the life of your word. And we send the word of God into their lives to heal them. And God, as we pray for them, we pray that their visions and dreams be revived in the name of Jesus. And during this quarantine, that they get in there with you and you reveal yourself to them and that you show them that you are Jehovah Jireh. You are more than enough. And because you are more than enough, then we are enough. I pray for Nadine as she continues to go through uh, what she's going through as she's creating her business. God, that you would strengthen her inner inner man. And God, that you would continue to reveal yourself to her in such a way that she will know you in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And as you touch her life, that she touches many others' lives and lead many leaders into their destiny. And God, we pray that as we serve here at the Nehemiah Project, that you would send us the people that you want us to empower to win with the gospel of Jesus Christ and with entrepreneurialism, with entrepreneurship, so that we can show them how to create that dream, that ministry, that business. And God, as we do, we just want to give your name the praise for all good things. We take time to bind the devil. He is rendered ineffective against us in the name of Jesus. In fact, as we celebrate Easter this weekend, he is a defeated foe. The devil is a defeated foe. We don't have a problem with him because over 2,000 years ago, Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. God, let your healing power flow through this podcast. Let your healing power flow into the lives of your people so that your people, which are called by by your name, will humble yourself. We humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, and we thank you for lifting us up for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Nadine. We appreciate you. you. It's been great having you. Awesome to be here. God bless you. Thank you.